0: John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.
1: Welcome to the show. Here's John, and here's Sam, and this is John and Sam in Japan, international comedy podcast, take two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> listeners, you won't be able to see, you won't know this, but John is eyeing his recording equipment very suspiciously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I um, don't know
1: if uh, I don't know if the listeners are going to be grateful that we. Uh, missed that first three minutes of fucking boring conversation <laughs>
0: <laughs> well at least you have a, a chance to uh edit and just to uh, fill it the highlights out for take
1: two <laughs> yeah so uh basically we haven't recorded for the episode hasn't been released yet but we're getting on with it uh sam's had a sick kid for the last week yeah. so this
0: is- Listeners, you wouldn't really know because you didn't hear the first ep- the first take but what John has just called boring was me talking for three minutes, so really it's actually quite a vicious dig that he's yeah. just given me. <laughs> and he said, actually, it's all exciting to make sense. He looked at his recorder and he said, oh mate, that's not recording properly, we'll have to start again. I'm starting to think he just thinks it was a crap opening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's was interesting. Cause my because uh, my daughter was sick last night. As a parent are you um are you very very patient with sick kids or are you kind of one of these people who just part of you's going oh just stop fucking whining grow up like (laughs) are you which kind of parent Um, are you well
0: i would i would take a guess that i'm more of the tolerant more tolerant than probably you are but i mean we i have our moments Uh, It, it sort of depends how whingy they're being doesn't it
1: yeah, well, it's like last night. Leila said so she's she had a temperature. She kind of gone to bed, and then she woke up at maybe about eleven o'clock at night, and she was like crying and stuff. And so went and sort of. Talk to her I'm like right okay and then I'll take you to the toilet so kind of oh, I don't want the toilet I don't want the toilet so like, well you're really hot you're sweating a lot and you've drank a lot of water so you're probably gonna pee the bed so like, let me just put you in the t- I don't want the toilet <laughs> <And then laughs> this, <I> was-
0: <laughs> this sounds like a conversation between not you and your daughter but you and your wife <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: you're hot yeah. and sweaty and you're gonna piss the bed <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> fuck off to the toilet. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, just put her on the toilet and then, she, you know, she did her business and she was like, I feel dizzy, so I can't stand up. So I carried her into bed and then, um, you know, like, she cuddles up into bed and I think, oh, all right, okay, fine, you're all right now, go to sleep, go to sleep. And then, like, go downstairs, start watching what I want to watch. They can just do this, oh, daddy, daddy. Fucking! I mean, to be fair, to be fair to my missus, when she was going, daddy, daddy, my missus was the one who got up and went up and checked
0: uh, on her. <laughs> oh, I, I was just about to say, where was mummy in all this?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, when it, originally when I was looking after Layla, it was because Iko had gone up there already and she was trying to sort out Emma because Emma had been moved into another bedroom because Layla's crying was making Emma not be able to sleep, so Emma was then crying. So Iko was kind of trying to sort out that, so I was you know two kids we shared it 50-50 yeah no no well, I think probably that's that's, good ratio. 60-40 to be fair 60-40 to my missus as always i think when it comes to childcare stuff i do find my I'm, I'm, cuz i am a very patient person being a teacher you have to be but i do i find whining just annoys me but just i think it just annoys me in school when kids whine like i lost my shit with them yesterday uh my year 7s Because they were whining. Like, it was non-uniform. In England, yesterday was uh, Red Nose Day. So it was non-uniform day. And um, the last lesson is like year seven. So these are the kids who've only just been in, well, they've been in high school nearly a year now. So they need to fucking grow up. But because of COVID, a lot of them are highly mature. And anyway, this girl had come in a tracksuit, like a black tracksuit with like silvery line letters on it sparkly letters and then this other girl in the class had come dressed in like sort of emo goth sort of gear with like big sort of steel shiny toe cap boots and spikes and <laughs> oh wow
0: so she, she's she's come ready to rumble
1: oh well so these two girls hate each other uh they were doing a test so they sat there in silence for 45 minutes and then the last five minutes of the lesson where they... I could just hear this sort of people say stuff back and forth and then everybody goes, Ooh like you know, like ooh, that was a sort of a zinger. <laughs> um, one, the girl the girl gets up, storms out the one in the tracksuit gets up, storms out crying. Uh, well, and then the other girl in the emo Goff is going, yeah, but it's not racist, it's not racist. So, straight away, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So, I had to
0: think <laughs> to yourself, this has got a very high percentage chance of being completely racist,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I went outside, and this girl's crying. And this girl, who Wait, is sorry, crying which, one, which, is... which one?
0: The, the tracksuit,
1: the one in the tracksuit, the one in the like, she's crying she's the biggest shit stirrer in that class she's only moved into that class because she got moved out of another class for shit stirring so but anyway i didn't think she'd be the sort of person who'd cry i'm like what's wrong why are you crying she was like Ugh she said to me just uh, you're such a stupid simple white bitch and i'm not even white and i was like oh for fuck's sake right so you're crying because somebody's called you a simple white bitch even though you're not white right okay so this is what I ordered. So then I went in and the girl was like, I-, I didn't mean like her race is white. I just meant like she's a simple white bitch as in like she's really pure and stupid because like I'm a goth. <laughs> and I went, right, okay. <laughs> and then oh, everybody else was like, ooh. And I went, right, was, just everybody. Was... Sit down. Shut up. We're going to have three minutes where you just put your head on the desk. I do not want to hear anything from you. You are pathetic. <laughs> You're in high school now. This is just... I would be ashamed. Your level of banter is rubbish. (laughs) I was like, the fact that I've got people crying because of absolute nonsense like this, people coming to school wearing stupid clothes and then moaning about the fact that somebody says, and I just completely lost it for about 30 seconds, and they all kind of sat there, and I was like, so we're having three minutes before you go home where nobody says anything. Anybody even asks me a question about it, you are getting into detention. And then everybody just kind of sat there. I could see this one kid like thinking, oh, "I'm going to be clever and put my hand up." Put his hand up. Does that include get right? You've got a detention. Why <laughs> no, are you yes, Get out. Get out. If you're too stupid to follow basic instructions, then just get out. And I just, I just, it was the last lesson on a Friday, being sick all week, I was just like, "Oh fuck!" Just these kids are just fucking annoying. I'm starting to think I might not be a teacher for much longer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I have a feeling that might not be your choice. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true, to be fair. Sam loves musical comedy. John thinks that it's shit. Sam loves musical comedy. I wonder what he'll make of this.
0: This is j and s in J News. It's time for the news story. John, what have you got for us?
1: Um, oh, well, this is amazing. It's from uh, the Daily Record, Scottish News. And it says, bride found groom doing what before wedding ceremony um, that oh, caused no. the wedding not to go ahead? Oh.
0: So, I mean, the first thing that would spring to mind would be, like, Shagging the bridesmaid or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it along those that lines?
1: That old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. It's far weirder and worse than that.
0: Is it? Is it like a sexual thing?
1: Um, not really. Well, okay. I mean, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. That right. makes it even worse. But okay, yeah. It involves so, body. It involves body parts.
2: Uh. Was he?
0: Was the groom doing it by himself, or were there other people or a, another person involved?
1: His his mum was involved.
0: Oh, ah, oh, no. His, his mum. I think I've found. I think I've worked it out. He yeah. he wasn't breastfeeding, was he?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was fucking disgusting. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah. So bitty. So, I
0: mean, how bitty indeed. How old was he?
1: Um, I don't think it says in the story, but I mean, he's old enough to get married. But uh, the story goes, um, it says, um, A makeup artist has left people stunned after she recounted an alarming scene between a groom and his mother when she was helping the bride. Makeup artists have seen it all when it comes to a couple's big day, but beauty professional Jenny couldn't believe her eyes when she assisted a bride who needed to nip to the loo. The Mirror reports how she shared the tale with UK wedding planner Georgie Mitchell while they were working together on a podcast called unfiltered bride she says um the bride walked into the toilet and what she saw is enough to end a wedding like many Beth assumed the groom had been cheating on her in the loose or taking drugs but in fact it was much worse than that to listeners horror she revealed how the groom was being breastfed by his mum <laughs> so um i mean the other person said why would you marry someone who's still breastfeeds and um the woman who told the story said, oh, I don't think she knew that was happening, which you'd fucking hope so, wouldn't you?
0: No, <laughs> no, because if you knew it was happening, then you wouldn't cancel the wedding. I mean, that has definitely come as a surprise to her, hasn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's obviously, if she's still producing milk, um, she'd obviously been doing it continuously to get to that point. Um Mate. So, do you reckon that the bride went ahead with the wedding or didn't go ahead with the wedding?
0: Um well, I think I, 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 don't, I think you had a bit of a spoiler alert, which you're fucking known for, uh, at the beginning of the article. I think you said already that it was uh, she cancelled
1: the wedding. No, she kept it going. <laughs> oh, she kept it going. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a long
0: con. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm just getting ready for pants on liar. Uh, pants on fire.
0: Pants on fire. Pants yeah, yeah. on a liar. Um,
1: so yeah, she so went he said, uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he said, apart from the bit where he said, You mean to uh, kiss the bride?
0: Oh, I bet she didn't. I don't... Yeah, I... he had a milk moustache.
1: Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, your breath smells a bit sour. <laughs> um...
0: yeah, because you've been so... sucking the udder of a 65 year old. is
1: <laughs> oh, that is fucking grim, though, isn't it? That
0: if. If you were in that situation, so let's say if you, you know, because it could be the other I way around. In, if... Walked
1: in and found my uh, mrs. Sucking her dad's cock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna go with still the breastfeeding. What would you yeah. if would you cancel the wedding if you Fuck found your wife right. breastfeeding? <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: I'd be straight out telling everybody. <laughs> I wonder if, like, you know, like, the, the father of the groom, I wonder if he knows, like, if he, if, like, if you came out and went, oh, the wedding's cancelled, like, I've just caught him sucking on his mum's tits, I wonder if the dad would be like, what? Or the dad would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm sharing. I've
0: been exposed.
1: <laughs> I always wondered why she had such big milkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Um, so I'd like to find out where your line is. So let's I'll, let me give you a few scenarios of you walk into the room of the you know before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. You see this scene. Is the yeah. wedding on? Is the wedding on or off? So <laughs> um, you've, the first one, you walk in. Your uh, wife's mother is giving your wife a massage on the shoulders. Wedding's on, off.
1: A massage. Oh yeah, Japanese yeah. culture. That's fine. Yeah yeah, that's on.
0: How how about uh, a foot massage
1: from woman to woman? yeah, no problem.
0: How about uh, scratching the back? Not massage, like a <laughs> a good old scratching.
1: Yeah, I think well from mum. I think if it was dad doing it, it'd be weird.
0: So you you go mum mum to daughter okay, dad to daughter not so sure.
1: Yeah, well I mean he's been dead for like fifteen years, so that'd be fucking <laughs> a zombie. <laughs> Yeah, probably probably should not laughed at that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how about how about uh, mum kissing daughter like deep? Like, you know, I'm talking tongues.
1: No, yeah, that would be cancelled. <laughs> well, it depends how fits how fits the mum. <laughs> what, it, uh, it was the... what are we
0: going to do? Invite her
1: on the honeymoon? <laughs> what was the uh, what's the lead singer of Kiss called? It Gene Simmons. Didn't he do like mum, daughter, and grandmum, daughter all at the same oh. time once? So that's just. <laughs> pretty sure i think it was him um <laughs> would you uh so because you... we've got kids we've got kids so obviously it's not your wedding but it's your kid's wedding like if you walked in and saw your future daughter-in-law sort of massaging her dad <laughs> uh topless before the wedding would you tell your son
0: <laughs> i would i might tell him after the wedding i mean that's probably a really bad <laughs> thing to say but i just you know but you know me i just wouldn't like to cause a scene
1: <laughs> i mean if i yeah like obviously if my because i've got two daughters if i walked in on like the groom so my future son-in-law uh breastfeeding i think i'd be telling my daughter <laughs> that it needs to be cancelled <laughs>
0: yeah
1: so the fact that the wedding went ahead in the story, I guess it just proves that uh, the old adage "there's no point crying over spilled milk." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was J and S in J News. for Pants on Fire. Listeners, John is going to tell us a story and then we're going to decide uh, probably we're going to add a few questions and we'll decide if his story is indeed true or a dirty lie. (laughs) Bearing in mind one of the most famous stories John's told on the podcast in Pants (laughs) on Fire was the time that he hit a disabled person (laughs) with a golf ball on purpose (laughs)
1: but that was true it was an accident but it was true oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so, I, I, it was an accident but you aimed at him so i mean there's <laughs> yeah. only, the only uh, accident <laughs> is generous i would say <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah um so i've got well i'll leave it up to you actually i've got two two stories about having been my drinks being spiked so there's oh. one that happened in one that happened in the UK and one that happened in Australia. So I'll let you choose and then you can tell me which one you think's... Well, I'll let you choose and I'll tell you a story and then you can tell me if you think it's true or not.
0: Okay, I'm going to choose... Let's stay homegrown and go for a good old UK spiking.
1: Okay, oh, so a few years ago, uh, my team were in the Premier League. Um, we went on a, a an away day trip to Burnley, which is not too far, but... There was an all-day drinking session, and my brother, the trains weren't working, um, so we had to catch, like, a bus. So we had go basically got over from Manchester. So I'd had to go to Manchester to get my brother, and then we'd gone from Manchester to Burnley. And we'd gone to the game. The game was shit, so we'd end up leaving, going drinking. And all my friends from my hometown, they all got on the bus and went back to the hometown. But because I was going to stay in Manchester, me and my brother decided we were going to go out in Burnley that night. So at five o'clock there was a football match on between Man United and Newcastle. So we walked into this pub in Burnley, and there was a guy dressed head to toe in a Newcastle kit, shouting at the TV. Uh, we just started talking <laughs> to him, and he ended up becoming our friend. And he had he had
0: birds <laughs> birds of a feather.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> next thing he brought his friend with him he brought his friend over and his friend was a a Burnley fan, like in a Burnley shirt with half his face tattooed. He looked like an absolute fucking psychopath. Um, But my brother, my brother's six foot seven and built and you know, we we, we were pissed we're both very affable people. So we ended up going out with these guys. They were like, ah, we'll show you the real Burnley. We'll take you to all the best pubs. <laughs> so, sorry
0: to interrupt, but it just says a lot about you when, like, ninety-nine percent of people would enter that pub and stay as far away from those people as possible. Whereas um, you're like, no, no, I think I'm gonna befriend them.
1: Well, I'd say it's always a good start, isn't
0: it? The full kit wanker and a face tattoo. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, the full kit wanker it turned out. He'd uh, he'd just be released from prison. So he'd been in prison. So this was his first weekend out. Why uh, to, to this day I still don't remember why he was in Burnley, but he was in Burnley dressed in a full Newcastle outfit to celebrate the fact he was out of prison watching Newcastle versus Man United. Um but anyway, so we ended up drinking with these guys and it became started getting bizarre, weird. Like we went to these very dodgy, very, very dodgy pubs. And then at one point, I can't remember. I just remember feeling like, oh, I'm going to black out here. And me and my brother managed to just... We were in this pub where somebody got stabbed. And then me and my brother were like, this is... We need to leave here now. So we went outside, got into a taxi, caught a taxi all the way to Manchester, which was, I think it was about 50 quid. He was just unconscious. The taxi driver woke us up at the station. Luckily, my brother lived really close to the station. And then managed to get into my brother's apartment. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up like really disorientated, um, just in my box of shorts and I went to the
0: <laughs> had you pissed the bed as usual. No, so <laughs> Is I... this is this is this like a massive cover for oh yeah. No I pissed the bed, but I was spiked, Your Honor.
1: <laughs> no, I um so i walked out. I thought I'd walked into the toilet, but I'd actually walked out of the apartment. So then I was locked oh, out wow. of the apartment. And obviously my brother, he'd been spiked, so he was just unconscious. And I was, like, banging on his door to let me in. But at that point, I thought, I am really, really going to piss myself. But also, I was just completely, like, out of it. So I I kind of walked. And I, I was very aware that I couldn't go through a certain security door because I didn't know the code to get back in. So I managed to go, like, find an internal stairwell, go up, I don't know, one or two flights of stairs to a different landing, which just had a, it had, like, a, a shrub, like on the corridor. So I just pissed, <laughs> <laughs> pissed, pissed in this shrub and then um, managed to go back downstairs and keep banging on the door till my brother let me in. And then he kind of went to bed, woke up in the morning, thought, did I do that? Did I not do that?
0: Does the shrub exist?
1: Yeah, I think we must have been spiked last night because I've just completely no idea what went on. And I said, yeah, I think we were. I think those two oh, friends of wow. ours, I think those two nutters of ours, fucking obviously stepped it up a bit but anyway so that's the story
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me interrogate someone first of all i mean if if it's a if it's uh if, if it is a lie then you've got an incredible imagination <laughs> um so i want to ask you about when you went uh so you said you left the the the, the your brother's flat to go for uh, not to go for it but you were outside the flat for a bit yeah what, yeah. what were you wearing at that time
1: Just literally boxer shorts. So I was fucking freezing. Um, So I was just basically running around sort of half naked, like dying for a piss. And I'm pretty sure this will be all on CCTV, which was made, (laughs) you know, the fear. I mean, obviously, I've been spiked as well. So the day after, I was thinking, I'm going to lose my teaching (laughs) license. I'm going (laughs) to, oh, like, luckily, my friend, my brother was good friends with the, um, what's he called, like the hotel, uh, the apartment manager and so i'd said to him can you make sure that that just gets deleted off the cctv oh it...
0: really you're that paranoid
1: yeah. oh yeah yeah.
0: okay i'm gonna give you a few quick fire questions but yeah, <laughs> Go on. Let, let, let's, let's see so can you tell me any any names of the pubs you went to with the two guys
1: oh no in birdley no chance they'd be like it'd be like the red lion the black bull the fucking <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: okay can you tell me their names
1: the guys no no way no idea no
0: (laughs) don't want want any revenge Um, yeah you have to
1: understand how drunk i was i was incredibly drunk um and then obviously being spiked you know the whole thing was just a fucking blur
0: when you woke up in the morning did you go and investigate the shrub that you think you probably pissed in
1: no i uh I, i just didn't dare (laughs) <laughs> I think I left I left with the hood up trying to dodge CCTV
0: <laughs> like someone evading MI5. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I I'm going to uh, You've you've caught me out a few times on these. So uh, I it's I don't uh, I don't want to be duped again. <laughs> and I haven't the, the 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 thing that makes this difficult for us is that we we know each other quite well so I f- yeah. feel like I would have heard a story of the guy with the face tattoo <laughs> although we don't because we're living in different countries we don't hang out quite as much as we once did so
1: yeah.
0: I think there's a lot of it that's true but were you spiked is really the, f- like, like you know, or possibly true, but were you potentially spiked and did you hang out with a man <laughs> a full kit wanker <laughs> and the face tattoo um I'm going to say that this is
1: a lie. No, 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. course it is. <laughs> yeah. Fucking mental doing that was. <laughs> And Sammy All right, and now it's time for the burning question, which was, what is uh, an example of petty revenge that you've either perpetrated or had perpetrated on you? So who's been in touch, Sam?
0: Uh, yeah cat is singing badly got in touch on twitter she said many years ago i lived with a few friends the neighbour hated us and used to threaten us with her two rottweilers one day i came <laughs> yeah I mean, it's the, the scariest dog isn't it uh, one day i came out of the front door and found an enormous dog turd right in the middle of our pathway uh, it, happened to be a, it happened to be during a heat wave and i had a cunning plan I uh, she continued I, I ensured that no one stepped in it and let it dry till it was disgusting a disgusting solid lump <laughs> Ta- talking about patience that, yeah. talking about patience earlier that's <laughs> some patience um, she says I took a plastic bag as a glove picked it up and stuck it to her front door with spray super glue <laughs> technically i returned her property to her and she didn't bother us again
1: <laughs> brilliant
0: <laughs> i i i said to her i said to cat on, on twitter that that's definitely brave but i thought the, what makes it even braver is the fact that the owner had rottweilers it, it yeah yeah <laughs> it wasn't like some little you know <laughs> a yeah, cute little chihuahua puppy. <laughs> Exactly. You're fucking with a, you're fucking with someone who quite possibly has a
1: face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is from the Fesshall account uh, on Twitter, but it says, um, "Her confession, I suppose, but when I dumped my ex, some of her petty revenge was taking all the canned food with ring pulls, leaving me the ones without, then taking the can opener too. So I'm mildly impressed with this level of pettiness."
0: There was a couple of uh, ones I saw in there too. One, one that I saw was, uh, it said, I'm very polite to my partner's annoying mum, no matter what ridiculous, hateful, and reactionary human rights denying nonsense she parrots. <laughs> but for some reason, it really seems to annoy her if someone else is the last one eating. So <laughs> I'll take the tiniest bites imaginable. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Lovely bit of petty revenge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Weird Al got in touch on Twitter and he said, um, this is not petty revenge, but well it is kind of. He says, I told my mate when I split up with my ex that I'd like to do some petty revenge like piss in the kettle or plant a dildo in the front garden. <laughs> Somewhere along the lines he got confused and he's been telling folk for twenty years that I actually did it all. <laughs> <laughs> So the Right Honourable MacArthur on uh, Twitter he said I got one I got back one right shoe of each pair I owned and she threw the left ones away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some of the petty revenge bordering on criminal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw an, uh, one on Twitter um Ed M.B. said, a two-timing chap that I dated confided in me that he hated his work up for sale on some second-hand rail. So when scorned, just guess what I donated. (laughs)
1: Yeah. John John Tadeo said, I've been on Twitter. He said, I've been there. He said, "Um, she took everything, and I mean everything, but she left me a set of pans, but she took the handles. (laughs) Still, (laughs) Still makes me laugh, and that was 16 years ago. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, well it's good it's good that he's uh he's got a good sense of humor about it. Yeah. How about for you?
1: Petty revenge. I don't know. Um
0: well I I could tell you what about might. I mean yeah. basically yeah. my wife and I my wife and I our relationship is based on petty revenge. <laughs> it's just like it's like a, I could run you through the day and the the day is just a litany of petty revenge, and it's like the revenge for the previous revenge. So it's like a never-ending circle. <laughs> but dude, what I've started recently, we've got two locks on our front door. Oh yeah, um, one you know, one fairly high up and one fairly low down. So the one that's low down, you have to sort of bend a bit to get in. So to, you know, to get the key in. Yeah, yeah. And when I come home from work, I've got my bag and stuff. So. I made a request a few years ago. Can we, just, like, when we're in the house, let's just only lock the top one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So you're right. So we're in the house, right? So that was approved. It was given approved by the the marital committee, and <laughs> we only lock the top the top lock yeah, for. Yeah you know a year a few years few years but just like in the last few months my wife has now started locking the bottom one she probably watched some sort of serial killer <laughs> documentary or something yeah. <laughs> I think she's gonna be murdered so which she's fucking close to being
1: <laughs> she thought i was gonna come round in summer
0: <laughs> ah exactly <laughs> so but she started locking the bottom one but but the worst thing is she doesn't lock it All the time. Like, now she started Uh, locking at 80% of the time, which is fucking annoying. So now I approach the front door, and I have no idea (laughs) of... How many locks are locked? So I like <laughs> if I do both. There's a twenty percent chance I'm still going to be locked out, <laughs> and it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> anyway, my petty revenge is that because another one of the marital rules is not not marital rules, marital agreements was that once I'm inside the house after yeah. coming back from work, I will lock both of the locks and put right. the chainy Chain thing on. on. yeah Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, we're all in and we're not going out again. Fine, but now my petty revenge is if I return home and both of those locks are locked. Yeah, I only relock the top one.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> and does she check at night time?
0: Yeah, yeah, she yeah she does, and then she locks the bottom one and she puts the chain on, which I also then <laughs> refuse to do. But uh, I, we haven't discussed it. It's so funny because we haven't discussed it at all. But I think she's just accepted that. Her new kind of thing is, well, I'm just going to check these both before I go to bed. Yeah. So, fuck him. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if that comes up on the divorce papers, <laughs> reasons for divorce. <laughs> Intentionally not locking the door and then counter, counter. Overlocking, the, overlocking the doors.
0: <laughs> You'll have to flip through to page 47 to find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who was involved. Thanks to all of those who got in touch uh, for the burning question, of course. You can get in touch with us at johnandsaminjapan at gmail.com. And we've got a website, johnandsaminjapan.com. And we're on Facebook. Get in touch. Get in touch. We like it when you do.
1: For next episode's burning question, in honour of the uh, the groom sucking on his mum's boobies. So what is, like, <laughs> what is a disgusting habit that you've witnessed somebody else have?
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to think if you've got any. I think
1: I'm just all round disgusting person. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got a friend who I don't know if he still does it, but we've got a friend who um, eats the corner of his eye, doesn't he? These eye bogeys.
0: <laughs> yeah. He gets his little finger, digs out the eye bogies and then eats them.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck his skunk. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Uh, I've got another friend who does some but I'll I'll save that for next next podcast (laughs)
0: right Right. anything
1: else
0: no I think that's all All alright
1: catch Catch you later
2: later. it is time to go that's the end of the show if you liked it write a review
1: five stars or F you
2: and if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much, send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an mp3, send us some comedy, or a song that is funny, send us your favourite bit,
1: but we don't want your dick pics.
2: the end of the show Tell your friends and your family
1: Or even the people you're married
2: You should join in Answer the burning question, Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com.
1: And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on.
2: John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.